Hi, I'd like to welcome you to our show. I'm your host, Prang Medic. We're talking about life as a child of God and all things related to his kingdom. Thanks for joining us. If you're a new listener to the show, you can find articles and books and other resources on my website, www.prangmedic.com. Now let's jump into this week's show. Welcome to Supernatural Saturday. This is our continuation in my book, Divine Healing Made Simple, Chapter 10, Freeing the Prisoners. Before you start to pray for people, praying for strangers, it's probably worth your time to learn a little bit about the types of people who will accept prayer and the types of people who will not accept prayer. It may come as a surprise to some of you, but you can offer prayer to people, even Christians, and uh, many of them will say, no, I, I don't want you to pray for my healing. I'm going to talk a little bit about that today, share some of the observations and things that I've seen happen in my own life as I have gotten a lot of people healed, but also I've been turned down for prayer a few times. When I started praying for strangers after God gave me these dreams or he wanted me to go out and pray for my patients, I found it very difficult to ask people if I could pray for them in public. In the ambulance for the first few months, I had a very difficult time just saying, hey, can I pray for you to be healed? Because I assumed that most people would say no. Now, being a former atheist, um, I, I, I didn't want prayer for healing when I was not a believer. And I thought, well, there's all these atheists and agnostics out there. They're not going to want me to pray for them to be healed. So it was difficult for me to ask people publicly, hey, can I pray for you to be healed? Um, but, you know, God got me out of my comfort zone and he showed me some strategies and he encouraged me. He just said, look, trust me, trust me. You start asking people. And, and see what happens. So I, I started asking people in the ambulance, you know, people with neck pain and back pain and fibromyalgia and all kinds of other problems, if I could pray for them to be healed. And I was surprised at how many people said yes. In the first three or four years that I was praying for people in the ambulance, probably 98% of the people that I asked said yes. I can only remember just a small handful of people who said no. Um, and one of the people that I remember very well was a frequent flyer. Uh, we transported this person a lot in the ambulance. Uh, they had a disability, they were in a wheelchair and I asked them one time if I could pray for them to be healed. They kind of looked at me and said, look, I'm on a disability. I have a state disability. And if I actually get healed and if I'm not in this wheelchair anymore, I'll lose my disability. And I don't know if I can find a job. So thank you for asking, but I'm going to say no, because I am okay with my life the way it is. And I told this person some testimonies of people that I'd seen healed, um, including people in wheelchairs. And it was a little bit of a shock to me when I told this person, look, I've seen people in wheelchairs get up and walk out of the wheelchairs. You know, here was a person in a wheelchair. And I said, look, let me pray for you. What have you got to lose? And they said, no, I'll lose my disability. I'll lose my check. I have friends, and this I'm, there's no condemnation in this. I'm, I'm not criticizing or condemning anyone because 
They're concerned that they would lose their disability or they would lose their check if they were healed. I'm just making you aware that when you start praying for people, don't be surprised if once in a while you run across someone, even a Christian, who has some issues like, well, what happens if I get healed? I don't go to the doctor's appointments anymore. My family isn't going to care about me. I'm going to lose the sympathy of people around me. And for many people, their life revolves around their condition. The treatments, the doctors, the medications, all the appointments they go to, for some people, their life is wrapped up in their medical condition. And for some of those people inside are afraid that if I get healed, I'm going to lose this whole circle of events that makes up my life right now. And I don't like that. I'm kind of comfortable with the way things are right now. So some people will turn you down and not let you pray for them to be healed because they don't want their life to change. I receive prayer requests quite often through email from people who have family members that are addicted to drugs, addicted to alcohol, and obviously possessed by demons. And they ask me, hey, can you pray for my family member? And I say, sure, I'll pray for them. But you know, the reality is until that person decides that they are sick and tired of being addicted to alcohol and drugs, until that person comes to the end of themselves, all of our prayers aren't really going to change a whole lot other than you can pray for God to change their heart. But until that person makes a conscious decision and they say, I want to be healed, I want to be made whole, I want to be made well, until they make that decision, we have very little ability to get them healed or set them free. And that is a sad reality because God honors our free will and each of us has free will. And we can decide whether we want to be healed or not. And some people, many people actually have decided that they're going to be happy the way they are. I want to share a dream that I had a few years ago. This is when I started praying for people to be healed. In the dream, there were, I saw prisons and I was given authority to help shut down these prisons and set the prisoners free. And I was aware in the dream that the inmates had to vote on whether they wanted the prison shut down. And if the inmates voted, they would shut down the prison and, the in, and they would be set free. I would go from one prison to the next and I would make sure that these prisons closed on time and that the inmates were set free. And I went from one prison to another prison to another prison. And that's what I did. Well, I came to this one prison and I was there to see that it was going to be closed and the inmates set free. And someone told me, no, you can't shut down this prison. The inmates have decided they don't want this prison shut down. They would like to remain in the prison. And from that dream... I realized there really are people who are comfortable in their own prison and they do not want to be set free. And I don't have authority from God to overrule their free will. If they want to remain a prisoner, I can't do anything. I can't set them. You can open the prison door. Isaiah 61, Jesus quoted this. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me to set at liberty the captives open the prison doors to those who sit in bondage. 
See, we can open the prison doors, but we can't make people leave the prison cell if they're determined to stay there. I will pray for anyone who wants prayer, and I will expect that when I pray for these people, they're going to be healed. But really, the strategy for those people is we have to pray that their heart will be softened, that their mind will be opened, that God will speak to them, and that they will understand they can be set free. There's another group of people I just want to mention real quickly. There are people that you might ask uh, if you can pray for them to be healed, and they'll say no because they don't see their condition as a liability. Even though they're in a wheelchair, they might be paralyzed, they might have some kind of condition that debilitates them. In their mind, it doesn't slow them down. It, it's not a negative thing. They don't believe it negatively impacts their life. And so they don't see it as a problem to be fixed. It's just another group of people who generally, you know, when you're out praying for people, you know, most people will say yes, but you're going to run into people who will, you'll, you'll be looking at them in the wheelchair and they'll say, I don't need prayer. I don't need healing. I, I'm fine. I'm okay with the way I am. You know, it's not a disability to me. It's just, it's just the way it is. So all of that is to say that there are many different types of people who will reject your offer for prayer for healing, and they just have a lot of different mindsets. Before I go, I'd like to share one testimony of my own. Several years ago, my younger brother, Robert, was diagnosed with cancer, and unfortunately, he had symptoms for about three or four months before he told anyone. And if he would have told anyone what the symptoms were, he would have been diagnosed pretty quickly and he could have been treated. But he waited until the very last minute and the cancer had already metastasized to many parts of his body. So when he finally went into the hospital and they did CAT scans, they found cancer all over the place. And he was fairly young. He was only 46, I think, when he was diagnosed. He only lived a week after he was diagnosed. He waited that long. When I got word, I flew to North Carolina to the hospital and I stayed with him in his room for 24 hours. I sat at his bedside and I prayed for him. And God showed me in visions many different things that were happening inside of his body. I saw God's glory going inside of him. I saw uh, the power. I could, I could sense power being released. I could sense God's glory. I sensed all these things. Um, he was heavily sedated and medicated. So he was coming in and out of consciousness only once in a while. And oftentimes he was delirious when he did come out, out of the sleep. I stayed with him for, for 24 hours and prayed with him. My older brother came in at some point and said, look, you know, I appreciate what you're doing, but he has already decided he doesn't want to live anymore. He's accepted that his time is here. He's ready to go on to the next thing. So he's already made up his mind. You know, you're kind of wasting your time doing this. And I left the hospital that day after praying for my brother. And I got home and I got word from my mother the next day that he died. And I've had another brother who died of cancer. And he actually had cancer before I knew understood anything about healing. So cancer has really kind of hit my family hard, and I have learned some difficult lessons. But I have also seen a lot of people healed of cancer. I haven't won every battle, but I've won 
a lot of them. I know God wants to heal us. I know that cancer can be beaten. But if a person has decided they don't want to be healed, it is very difficult for them to receive the healing God wants to give them. This is one of the struggles that we have to face when we're looking at praying for people to be healed. You have to realize some people do not want to be healed and they don't want to be set free. And that is just the reality of being a follower of Jesus. We all want to see people set free and we all want to see them healed. But you are going to run into people who are, are not interested in receiving the goodness and the grace and the mercy of God. On that note, I'm going to end this message. Thanks for tuning in. I love you all. You're amazing. Thank you for joining me on Supernatural Saturday, and I'll catch you next weekend. Well, folks, that is our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for dropping by. If you're new to the podcast and you haven't been to my website, you might drop by and check out the articles I have there. If you have any questions or comments about the show, you can contact me at admin at prayingmedic.com. That's A-D-M-I-N at prayingmedic.com. You can also contact me on Facebook and Twitter. I'd like to thank you again for dropping by. I hope you enjoyed the show.